Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Here we go. Here we go. Very quickly becoming an established format this one we're really enjoying our beef <laughs> we uh we have a guest on we go through the listeners beefs and they help us fix them we're kind of like agony aunts or uncles for the flat share generation absolutely right despite none of us living in a flat share so um I, this is a, a, a fantastic episode this week because we we got to chat to the brilliant jack barry uh, you may know him as one half of twins uh, the uh, the sketch team. You may know him as a stand-up. You may have seen him in Feel Good on Netflix, the brilliant May Martin uh, series. He's just fantastic. He's a really funny guy. We loved hanging out with him. He's a multi-linguist. And uh, if, you, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you enjoy Jack's work, then uh, we've done a bonus beef with him. Uh, a whole bonus beef, which is over on our Patreon, patreon.com we've got a patreon we've got a patreon tom you should oh. join man you'd be you'd be right at home at our patreon patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share get involved today man okay and I, what 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 would i have to do there for like give four pounds a month or something like that I'd say four pounds a month should do it and you get tons of bonus audio you get whoa, whoa, whoa. you get a weekly a bonus episode you get all our old bonus episodes which uh, i think there's nearly 200 of them now it's um yeah, it's 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 great fun. There's a real community. We mm. read out people's emails. We find out what people are up to. We, mm. we have, it's it's great. Oh, it's lovely. You know I love emails. This sounds brilliant. <laughs> it's just, it's music to your ears, isn't it? Yes. Music to your tired old ears. Um, <laughs> well, let's not uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the episode. Uh, oh, actually, we waste we waste a tiny bit more time. Because um, we've got some flat share slam downs to promote. Live flat share slam downs. They're actually live. They're, actually They're quite live. soon as well. So if you're listening to this before the 4th and 5th of April, it's worth mentioning that we've got uh, two live flat share slam downs we would love you to be at. Uh, two fantastic shows at the Phoenix spiritual in Cavendish home. Square. And also uh, provide us a really good food and beer. Our actual home. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Our actual home. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. live there as well. Yeah. 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 yeah, it does do. You know what? You know, we we never we rarely sell uh, flat chest down down on how good the food is uh, at that place, but it is very good. We normally lean on the names of our guests, but we, oh, no. we, re- we very rarely say, do you know what? Try the burgers. They're fantastic. They do weird things like tobacco onions. and They have lots of sides that, even if they sound a bit (laughs) healthy, they arrive, they ain't healthy. But they're surely, they're very tasty. So, yeah, sure, we've got guests. Yes, we've got names we can dangle in front of your uh, noses. But listen, (laughs) if you haven't had some really good pub grub in a good while dangled in front of your nose if you haven't smelt the burgers you're not allowed to smell the guests <laughs> exactly. that's what we're saying and also I'll tell you what they're, they're vegan burgers they're veggie burgers it, it caters for a lot of people it's a good menu 
It's a great menu. And speaking of great <laughs> menus, mean, we could give you the, some of our <laughs> guests' names as well. Yeah, let's do it. So on the... <laughs> I mean, it's a good point. Can we just say as well, we're doing this out of the goodness of our own hearts. We love the Phoenix, but we don't get a cut of the uh, of the sales behind the bar or of of, of of the food sales. So we're just doing it because we, we just believe in the product, right? <laughs> totally. That's what it is. That. We believe in the product. The, we also believe in the product of, of, of our actual shows, the Flatshare Slamdowns. The, uh, the Monday, the 4th of April, our guests are going to be Alfie Brown, the brilliant Alfie Brown, and the superb Sakisa. So oh. uh, you, should, uh, you should definitely come along. Do you know what that, that lineup reminds me of? <laughs> A delicious batch of hot and spicy chicken wings. I think so, yeah. yeah that's exactly what it's like. Also available at the bar. You know what? Go for the double. Go bang, bang on it. Pair our show with some lovely hot and spicy chicken wings. Um, Parry, I'm going to give you the guests for um, for Tuesday and you tell me what food you would pair with them. <laughs> we've got we've got on Tuesday, the, the 5th of April at the Phoenix uh, Cavendish Square at 7.45. We've got Amy Gledhill oh, and well, Darren Harriet. Great. Ooh, well, I mean, it's got to be some kind of uh, hot dog effort for... for- it's got to be a hot dog. Of course it has. A delightful sausage. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be. And, you know, for Darren Harriet, I'd recommend a double-decker burger, you know, for the for yes. the, for the the humour and the wit. That's one of your burgers. Yes. But also the charm Ooh. and the looks. That's your second burger. <laughs> oh, wow. He's a double-decker. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he really is. Yeah, yeah. You could have gone quadruple burger there, couldn't you? Because it's humour and wit, charm and good looks. And tasty buns. He's, he, he's, <laughs> he stacks it's gorgeous buns. Let's not... <laughs> Let's not forget his sesame seed buns. But anyway, um, the 4th and 5th of April, Flatshare Slamdown. If you've not been to a live recording before and you live near or, or you can get to London, then come on down because you'll absolutely love it. If you've been before, you know what we're talking about, you'll want to come and again. And not to mention a uh, fine selection the- of ales and lagers as well. <laughs> really good, really good on tap selection. The food's good, the booze is good, the entertainment is good. You would be mad to miss out. 4th and 5th of April, see you there. Tickets will be available from eventbrite.co.uk. They're available now, in fact, and you can find the link for those tickets in the show notes of this very show that you're listening to right now. Right, let's crack on with the episode, shall we? Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you be from the sorting out your beef. So, Jack Barry is here. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? Hi. JB. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me in your flat. It's a total pleasure, yeah. Well, thanks for keeping up with the artifice of the podcast that we all... Do you know what? Yeah, not enough guests do that. Yeah. Not enough guests. Come on, take the premise by the hand and give it a firm shake. Yeah. And you've really done that. It's a beautiful thanks place. I love what you've done with it. I love the um, right. all the satanic art that you've got in the living room. Yeah, <laughs> um, I apologize. Have you you've been on our the panel show version of this, haven't you? I don't no, think no, I have. no, 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 no. This is the first time. First <laughs> yeah, time Jack's first been on the time. podcast, but I'm a virgin. I'm that's how charismatic hell. he is. It seems like he's done it before. <laughs> he's only been here for he's been here for about ten <laughs> seconds. Thought, what are we thinking? I've been here. Yeah, like I've been there in spirit. He feels like part of the uh, satanic yeah. furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Jack, get off that swing. That's not for. <laughs> yeah. Swing, <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, I've been there in spirit many times, but never well, in body. Think, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My body's never been invited 
But um, yeah, glorious to be here now. I'm I'm happy to be busting my cherry. Oh, what an expression! But yeah, let's <laughs> get again get out of that swing, please, for the love of God. So before we started recording, you were telling us that you've actually you've you've managed to have quite a productive lockdown and that you learned another language, the language yeah, of love. I thought the language of love, aka yeah. Spanish. I don't know if that's usually what they call the language of love. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, I thought it's about time. I've been, basically, I've, been, I've, been, I've been very lucky to be in a relationship with an Argentinian woman for seven years now and hadn't just didn't seem important to learn a single word of Spanish <laughs> in all that time. And Did none of it rub off? Oh, yeah, a bit, but it was mostly what I like to call bedroom Spanish. Oh, it was all like, okay. <laughs> you know. Get in the swing. That but, yeah, kind of get in the swing. <laughs> Lots of, um, you know, hail Satan, the useful things that you use in the bedroom. And um, yeah, and then like when the lockdown hit, it was like, okay, there's really no excuse now. I've got nothing but time. So I did some Skype lessons i got so i got some teachers in argentina so i could learn like argentinian spanish and i've been learning wow. that for the last two years yeah Amazing. how different to spanish is argentinian spanish it's pretty different muy yeah muy 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 diferente <laughs> it's um okay. it's like instead of yo instead of like a yurt sound they say sh so like you know like yo is me or i in spanish is show in uh in argentina and so, like, okay. like pollo is chicken, but po- pocho, it's pocho in... in well, uh, it's a better, it's a better class of chicken, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's an upper-class chicken. And, like, all the words are different. It's just, like... Well, that'll, you know be, how, that'll like, be the key difference there, won't it? If all the words are different. That'll be the key difference. <laughs> <laughs> the words are different. It's a different language. Yeah, different language. It's like, you know, like, in America, you know, like, we have, like... In, in England, we say the car boot, but in America, they say the trunk. Yeah. But we still sort of, but it, it's like that, but more so. And it's like, you know, it's like the word for banana is different and like every, like loads of it is different. So I, I've I've gone to Spain and no one knows what the what, what I'm talking about. But um, in Argentina, I can get by just fine. Lovely. Yeah, it's um it's good. I, 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 I hadn't been, I, I've just got back from Argentina, which is what we, why we were talking about it. And this, which is why you, you were going to do the podcast last month. You weren't able to, but now, you, now you're back and you're here. Now can, I'm back. Can yeah. you, for uh, any uh, Argentinian Spanish listeners we have, I'm sure we've got a few. Can you give us a little bit of uh, Argentinian Spanish bedroom talk? You don't have to tell us what it means. Just give us a little a little oh. phrase, <laughs> and we'll we'll let our listeners uh, enjoy it. Oh God! Well, uh, <laughs> well, <but laughs> I tend to say stuff like "Oh, sos muy hermosa, mi, mi, mi amor," and uh, that's real bedroom right. Spanish. That's good yeah. stuff. Oh, that is. Yeah, I um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I can. You could be asking where the swimming pool is, but it still works. Yeah, right? that does. it gets some hot. Donde es a la derecha, yeah. a la derecha, a la izquierda. Do por favor. That's that's what everyone knows, isn't it? Every person you say do you speak Spanish, like the first in. The first Spanish phrase every English person learns is dos cervezas por favor, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. That's what you need. Which is upsetting for Ben because we've only ever been to Spain together. He should have learned tres, but uh, <laughs> always one of us gets left out when he's getting the round. Yeah, so let's, let's be honest. When I get the round in England, I come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of them for you. <laughs> me and Crosby have to go out with a straw and uh, we just sit there and Mind share sweeping. one next to Clarkie. 
mind sweeping each other's drinks. But anyway, now I can speak Spanish, which is pleasant. I I can actually I actually have a relationship with some of my in-laws now, which is what I was I was telling you before the podcast. Had did was the case that you went over, you chatted to your in-laws, uh, you went over to Argentina, you chatted to your in-laws, and you found out you don't actually have that much in common with them. Uh, so it was better when you had the not mystery. Yet. I feel like not yet. I feel like if I'd spent more time there, maybe that would happen. That's good. But we had enough. I say car boot. You yeah, say exactly. Trunk. Let's call the whole thing. What off. does it mean? <laughs> my my relationship with my father-in-law used to just be we'd sort of give each other like sage nods. We'd have a beer and we'd just sort of like smile yeah. across the room like, yeah, I like your vibe. And uh, this time I could actually have a conversation with him and he's a lovely guy. So that was... Uh, that, that was goodness. a relief yeah yeah that could have broke yeah 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 used to uh used to nod at all my racist comments yeah before. what's happening <laughs> now <laughs> now when i quote mine camp to you you're like weird about it all right well should we whip crack into these beefs normally i talk about your flat share arrangement but we'll, we'll find that out as we uh, as we get into it oh okay yeah 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 i can give you that uh switches beef from Russ via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Switches beef. Hello, the esteemed brethren of Pap. My wife is obsessed <laughs> with switches. Every oh. evening she'll go from top to bottom of the house, not only switching off every plug, but also unplugging them from the wall. I am ah. firmly in this guy's world. <laughs> this is in case they spontaneously combust, despite there being no electricity going through them. What's the point in having a voice-activated speaker if you've got to switch it on and wait for it to connect before you can talk to it? Ooh. The fish nearly died when the filter was unplugged and I hadn't noticed. <gasps> oh, no. But the deal-breaker happened a few days ago when my wife unplugged the fan that was drying my homemade beef built-on <laughs> Oh, this is a true beef. I'd gone oh. to bed earlier as I have to get up at 4.30am for work in the built-on farm downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd gone to bed earlier as I have to get to, up for work at half four in the morning. My wife had done her top-to-bottom unplugging regime and it was over 18 hours before I checked on my meat. Oh, no. No fan oh, running... No. No air circulation. Instead of two kilograms of beautifully drying, rich, meaty, spicy beef wedges, I find damp, beefy strips that are growing fuzzy little mould hairdos. Oh, no. The meat costs 20 quid, but the final product is worth 40 quid a kilogram. 80 quid worth of prime South African bovine-based <laughs> snacks straight in the bin. Oh, mate. My wife wasn't even all that sorry. Sorry, not sorry, you know? Oh, dear. <laughs> she said, oh, I, this guy's got away with words. I like this guy. Is this Russ? <laughs> yeah, he's poetic. I've got a she lot of time says, for Russ. <laughs> she says she's protecting the house from potential fires. Understandable. But two kilograms of meat and a couple of days of marinating, spicing and hanging wasted. Who's in the right here? Fire safety versus delicious high-end bully bum meat strips. <laughs> How can I stop this vendetta against <laughs> plugs being in walls? Help. Love you guys. Front name only, Russ. Brackets, new Patreon member and loving every minute. Well, the feeling is more than mutual, oh. Russ. We're loving every oh. minute of that. What a fantastic message from Russ there. Um, well, that, and that's impressive because those Patreon episodes, 
loving every minute. Of it. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's there are, there are a few dodgy minutes in there. Let it's me tell hard you. Work. Join the yeah, Patreon, but a, like seriously, there's a few green furry <laughs> minutes in those. Wow. Okay, so uh, a, a, a literal beef. Uh, which yeah. is always really nice to get. Mm. Uh, fans of Bill Tong in the house? Anyone? I like Bill Tong. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it turns out actually, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's a bit. It's a. It's a strange one. It, it's essentially kind of beef chewing gum, isn't it? Yeah. But isn't that is the thing? Isn't that they? I think. Of it? I think part of Bill Tong's appeal is the fact that it's called Bill Tong. It's got that kind of... It's good branding. It's got that kind of foreign kind of, oh, this is exciting kind of thing. If it was just called Beef Strips or Chewy Beef, it'd be really hard to get people yeah. to buy into it, I think. But it's got yeah, that right. kind of Chewy beef African kind of excitement going on. <laughs> I can't believe how quickly he shrugged <laughs> off the fish, nearly. The fish was really a side note in that whole story, wasn't it? Yeah. And then it was an essay about the Bill Tong. Well, he paints a it real picture like... of his life, doesn't he? Sorry, Tom. Uh, he, he... It feels like he's advertising his Bill Tong a little bit because his, it, the words play with his, you know, if if he's going to sell Bill Tong as high-end bully bum meat strips, then I think, you know, he might get a thriving <laughs> yeah. business going. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You see, I, I, was, I wasn't keen on Bill Tong until I heard that sentence. And <laughs> you that's know, why that's I was beautifully really drying, rich, meaty, spiced beef wedges. I feel like yeah. he was maybe starting supply if we started selling Pappy's built on and Russ is our kind of wholesaler supplier we cut I him in a little bit he's tricked you into spon- in, into yeah, into sponsoring his built on brand hasn't he oh sorry yeah I didn't read PS hashtag ad it says <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by the good people at Russ's built on <laughs> guarantee no fuzzy little mould hairdos on no. any of our built on or your money back all eighty quid of it, and if a wet lump, and if a couple tastes like fish, ignore that. Don't worry about that. So hang on, and also like, look at that, right? That markup's pretty impressive. The meat costs twenty quid. The final product is worth forty quid. Forty. He's quid doubling his money there. I mean, obviously, no, what forty quid a kilo. He's he's uh, quadrupling his money, isn't he? Oh, it's, it, the meat costs twenty quid, but at the end it costs eighty quid. He said, didn't he? He said it's forty quid a kilo, two kilos. Yeah. That's a Oof. that's a that's yeah. a huge yeah, markup. We should be hello. We should get out that's the podcasting racket. Let's get yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm what we didn't mention was that the, the herbs cost sixty pounds. Uh, yeah, the, the ma- so yeah. you've got to factor in the marinade and the electricity for drying. Okay, that obviously sure, is sure, causing sure. this issue. But well, he's saving I mean, money yeah, on that. That's, that's, that's saved. But yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, like, that's, it's a bit like that with Bitcoin, isn't it, Clarky? When you're when you're mining your Bitcoin, that eats up your your electricity. I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's the end of Clarky's money corner there. <laughs> I don't, I don't. All the lights flicker out in It's great to have Martin Lewis on the programme again. Oh, 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 crypto Clarky's keeping his cards close to his chest. He's not telling us anything about his <laughs> NFTs. He's not giving that. anything away. I've got some built-on <laughs> NFTs coming out. It's Clarky coin doesn't, is doesn't... going through the roof. <laughs> Clarky coin. Doesn't Bitcoin... Mine doesn't mining Bitcoin use more energy than Denmark? I read. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I, I know it's pretty bad. I think. Yeah. Um, so, like that, if we factor that in, but he's still making lots of money. There's money in Biltong. Who knew? Apart yeah. from, well, let's sort this beef out. Where, where do, you, yeah, where do you guys stand on switching plugs off at night? I don't know if it's at all necessary. 
I think, but I don't know much about the, it. The kind <laughs> no, of first classic is my opinion. But to qualify this, my opinion is the, worthless. The first and last I heard of it was when we were at primary school. We were shown by a fire safety. You know, occasionally, like fire safety people come into the school and do a little talk. They showed us an yes. extremely for for a primary school suggestive advert of a couple. Uh, going around the house in their pajamas, talking about their Ooh, nighttime routine. What's your <laughs> nighttime routine? And they're like winking at the camera as they sort of go off into the bedroom. But their nighttime routine was, you know, unplugging the telly and all that kind of stuff, and, and making sure that all the all the lights were switched off. And it made it seem like if you left your telly on standby overnight, it would either use so much electricity that you were bankrupted the next morning or it would explode and blow up the entire house. And I don't wow. know if either of those things have ever happened to anyone. I don't know I think either. the thing is, old TVs when they were on standby, because they TVs used to have... <laughs> I just... Clark, he's got no idea what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go on. But as I as I understand it, old TVs to keep well, they, on they use more energy than Denmark, would, don't they? They would, yeah. They would draw in a lot of power because to boot them up would take a long time from sure. off to going on. So standby was kind Putting of the crank in the side, so turning keeping it a few something. Times. Yeah, in I feel like they used to like crackle, didn't they? Those old like yeah, TV, the big the big fat back TVs. You could like hear them. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bad thing room. though, is it? Fat back TV with my built on. <laughs> Both sound delicious, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think that's true. I don't know. TV. I just remember my dad's my, my dad's old office. Someone put the dishwasher on. The cleaner put the dishwasher on when they went home at night, and it caught fire. And they did actually have Ooh. like a fire in the kitchen at my dad's office. And my and my parents were always like, "You must never put the dishwasher on before you go to bed." Oh no! Because, but that was like it. A dishwasher, I always was like, it's full of water. Like, surely that's like the <laughs> safest thing that you could possibly put on. Yeah, right? Just leave it to it. It's it's washing. It, it's going to put itself out. But, um, but yeah, but after that, I've always been like really paranoid. Luckily, I don't have a dishwasher. Otherwise, I'd yeah. feel it's a, it's... like I was living with a killer. <laughs> <laughs> it feels a bit like your sprinkler system, like catching fire. Yeah, or right. Like. Oh, the water coolers on fire. Like the fire extinguishers ablaze, and we all had to run out. <laughs> like, but but that was on. Do you know what I mean? But if everything's turned off, I feel like how can it? Can it just spontaneously catch fire? Well, I guess the bit of the dishwasher that's going to catch fire is the back rather than the inside, isn't it? It's the back that's going to catch fire, and unless it... It's not like the plates just suddenly burst into flames. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it depends how tightly you stack them in, because that friction, when they rub against each other, can really cause yeah. some trouble. It's like when you're doing, you're like, if you're cutting something with a knife and fork, it's like when you're doing something with wood, and it just like exactly. catches... Exactly, you never like had a, that happen like to Like a you. bit of flint, yeah. yeah. Hang on, yeah, was the cleaner yeah. eating in the dishwasher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cleaner's in the dishwasher, if the, yeah, just lock themselves in, just had a little wash and an eat. If you're cutting up a particularly tough piece of oh, filter, oh boy, oh boy, yeah. You can, you can catch Sparks will fly. So my wife and I have this chat an awful on. lot and um, she's all for unplugging at night and I've always been like, look, it doesn't really make a difference. And then she went on a fire course at her work and she's absolutely right. Oh, is it? 
Right. No really? one wants to hear that because what, what a ball ache. Like. Yeah. No. What oh. a ball ache. Lamps. I come into a room and I go to touch the lamp to put it on and I have to, in the dark, go and plug it in yeah. so I can turn the lamp on. Well, so the, even if it's just it's in, what, the, the plug worst. being in the socket can make it catch fire? The, the safest thing to do is to turn the socket off and remove the plug to be completely safe. Oh, I hate But isn't this. that like one of those things it's like, yeah, the safest contraception is never have sex. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, maybe we should just all get rid of our lamps to be really safe. If we just if we lived in a in a in like a mud hut with no electricity, the chance of that catching fire pretty slim. Yeah. Well it depends how so you do it. So it's the same as sex because that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, got that old knife and fork going trying to cut the belt off. Um that thatch roof is going uh, up yeah. like Billy eh? So look there's a couple of things I'd I'd say to Russ, which is your wife is definitely being safer. It, and and also I'm worried about the planet. I'm worried about the price the planet is pla- is paying for this built on, right? Right. Because it's not, it's not. This is not viable anymore, is it? Come on. Like, if we're gonna get to net zero or whatever it is, we, yeah, we're gonna have to got, sacrifice like Russ's built on, aren't we? I don't know though, because it is preparing food. Yeah, he's eating. It's like, are you, are you gonna? Are we gonna stop using ovens? Yeah, but there's a quicker way to prepare beef than biltong in it, isn't there? Overnighting it, he's over. He's what does he say? Eighteen it's hours true. or something? Eighteen. Well, hours he left it for eighteen. He left it for eighteen hours. So it was, it's it was eighteen plus hours to get this biltong dried out. Um, th- so you know, so is, there, is there room for biltong in our kind of? You know, in our new society. What, what about fish? What about living fish? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't, well, he doesn't say die. what he was planning to do with that fish. We don't know. <laughs> he, he might have been planning to air dry them. Yeah, <laughs> stick them in front of the fan. We know that Russ, we know his MO, and it is to, it is to air dry fanner. food. Yeah, he's a fanner. Maybe he was fattening that fish up <laughs> so he could, you know, fan, fan them out and then go down on them. Is, I don't know where Russ is writing from. But is the idea that actually, like, proper biltong would be literally air-dried in the air, which is free and doesn't cost any energy, right? Exactly. On, in a hot country. Is he Outside, South Africa, in South Africa, in, in Africa yeah. yeah. It's, it's Southern Africa, In, in South it? Africa, exactly, yeah. So you'd, is he trying to basically... you your cow, you'd stick it on the roof, yeah. you'd let nature take its course, <laughs> and then you'd be, be, be biltong for the rest of the year. Exactly, yeah. Um is he basically trying to sort of cheat his surroundings? Is that what it is? He's used, you know, he's playing God. He's playing God. Exactly. It's a bit like cranking yeah. your heating up to full <laughs> and saying, "Well, actually, now I live in Florida." You know, it, it feels like yeah. we're painting this kind of Breaking Bad type picture of us. Like, <laughs> he's got this. He's playing God in this like illegal biltong farm. He's got for himself <laughs> under the cellar. It's driving a wedge between him and his wife. These four thirty starts <laughs> are getting to him. He's losing yeah. it in the mind. No. He's got a crawl space under the house where he hides the eighty pounds that he's made. <laughs> there's a yeah, there's a John Wayne Gacy type crawl space under his house. Exactly, yeah. It's full of yeah. dried and meat. Like Silence of the Lambs. Occasionally, he'll wear the biltong yeah. and kind of parade around. He's got, he's got a well that's covered in. He's got biltong suits. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo biltong. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh, we got that. <laughs> Would you fan me? I'd fan me. 
So maybe, maybe his wife is not only taking a safe... I mean, like, look, it's the less... It's not an exciting option, but it's a safe option, and maybe it'll it'll save Russ from a life of crime and, you know, big, ultimately ending up as a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> It's the only way that this can end. Well, this is breaking. Yeah. Very can, I, can I just sort of paint the other picture of Russ here, and maybe maybe sort of come to his defence slightly because we've done a we've done a wonderful character assassination of the man who yeah. let's not forget has just said he's joined the Patreon and loving every minute. So let's not. Oh, let's not. Yeah, it's, it's like, the classic puppies. No, no, don't get me wrong. There's a there's a place for renegades on uh, uh, the Patreon, just not in society. <laughs> Is the actual <laughs> is the actual situation here that what you need is not to uh you know, not to stop murdering. We're not saying you've murdered, but that's not it. But it's to it's to maybe a little bit more communication between you and your partner, right? Because uh, you know, saying that some plugs are more important than others surely that's a cop that's the compromise you can turn off the telly you can turn off the radio you know you you can unplug the uh, the three bar heater or whatever all of that kind of stuff but there are certain plugs you need to leave on the fish they've got to stay on overnight right that's that's got that's yes. that's got to happen right you know built on plugs matter the built ex- exactly <laughs> <laughs> because uh there's nothing by the way more exciting when it comes to the world of owning your own plugs then sticking a little bit of electrical tape over the switch on which you've written in Sharpie, do not turn off. You know what? It's a very yeah. exciting thing to be able to do that. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. always there's always one in every garage. We don't know what it does, but we know that if we turn it off, chaos <laughs> is around the corner. <laughs> so all it means is you just get two little bits of electrical tape, right? Do not turn off. Stick them over the one by the fish. Stick them over the one by the biltong. And, you know, and then just say to say to your partner, look, these plugs are important, but I will go round with you and turn off all the other plugs. That could be our nighttime routine. I think that's it. Parry. I think what what, right what they need banging. to do is like Coldplay are now touring uh, with a kinetic dance floor. So the concert is powered by the audience dancing. So when when the what? when the audience jump up and down on the on the floor, uh, it, it powers the gig. So when they play their slow right. ones, I'm going to be honest. I think this is the wrong. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> when they're that playing the ball. scientist and everyone's just sort of gently swaying and the song gets slower and yeah. slower because the instruments like, <laughs> <laughs> the lights go down. So you need to do is get a kinetic floor on your bedroom, and then when you're making oh, love, your power. <laughs> The cellar banging for building your beef, so you yes. can buy a bit of you can buy a bit of electrical tape. You can stick it on yourself. And say, uh, do turn on, <laughs> do turn on, it. It's great. and then you save your this marriage. Some extra you, spicy You bring some on. romance to proceedings. You save your marriage. You improve your communication, but also you power the cellar. If you know what I mean, in more ways than one. Too right. You power your cellar. You power her cellar. Biltong all round. And then the Biltong, you can sell. Stick a bit of Coldplay on. <laughs> Get it going. You know what? I think that's beef sold. <laughs> From the sorting out your beef. Beef solved. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So I have overtouchy beef from Craig via the Beef Brothers podcast at gmail.com. My best friend Brett is, at any normal time, a very touchy person. However, when he drinks, it becomes more regular. (laughs) I'm not a very tactile person and would prefer not to spend my night being rubbed by my friend. In particular, when he's drunk, he likes to rub my earlobes. I love my friend, but I need to tell him to stop it without offending him. He is a very sensitive person. Just to clarify, he's a fantastic person, but this needs to stop. Cheers, everyone. Bye from Craig. I've got a solution for this. Kinetic <laughs> and it powers a cattle prod. It powers a sign. <laughs> it says stop doing that. <laughs> powers a taser with which he can tase his friends. Um, rubbing the earlobes is a bit much, isn't it? Yeah. Because don't rubbing get me wrong, I'm a tactile guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a tactile drug. No doubt. But rubbing the that rubbing the earlobes feels that's. That's well, an in, you're that's getting right up it, there, right? That's intimate. too intimate. Yeah. Do you think the in, the earlobes? I in uh, when I used to live in China, there were like Chinese temples where they have like big statues of Buddha, and he's got big earlobes. And sometimes it's lucky to rub Buddha's earlobes. Do you think that's why he's has, doing? Has it? Brett found oh, that he's become luckier be ever since he started rubbing Craig's earlobes when he gets drunk? Uh, I mean, be, I, yeah, I like, was I was at a music festival once, and I was having a f- fine old. I was absolutely flying. And um, it was me and my partner, and I was I, I, I was topless, and there was a group of much younger of people, there was like a gang of students nearby, who found me topless really quite funny, and decided to all start rubbing my belly for luck. And this went on for a couple of hours, me high as a kite, dancing away, and all these students rubbing my belly for luck, and honestly, one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> and their life, I hope. So is your suggestion to Craig... They all went and found some gold. Oh, well, yeah, we don't afterwards. know how lucky they were, actually, but yeah, I, I like hope to think so. it worked. They all went and had sex with each other. <laughs> so so, are, you, so are you saying to Craig, Tom, that we he should take MDMA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually no, be delighted saying... to have his earlobes rubbed. When, yeah, when he goes out with his mate... <laughs> Every time he has a drink, Microdose. give yourself a little bit of t- <laughs> a, little, a little dab or two of MDMA, and then maybe you'll meet you'll meet you'll meet in the in the yeah. middle and have a good place. Maybe put some on his fingertips and he can like rub the MDMA, <laughs> like he's like like they're made of built on, like a sort of marinade. Marinade, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you you are a tactile person, Tom, and I think you've certainly sort of strayed into that territory of um, unwanted affection. I think when you've had a couple of drinks, do you think that's that's fair to fair to say? Certainly on myself and Clarky. The head, the head, the head, the headlock is a, is a, a familiar the situation. Headlock, you know? Yeah, 
Yeah, but there's yeah, a different. Yeah. I think there's a difference between a headlock and rubbing earlobes. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, think there is. you, you know, think like it, rubbing earlobes is yeah. worse? I think we're in different ballparks here. You know. <laughs> yeah, and and also I enjoy it. Oh, which uh, the, the headlock? Of course, we we all enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I enjoy. I, I love a I love a parry. Would headlock. you trade it for an for an earlobe rub? Uh, well, I'll say this with the headlock: it's normally, not always, but normally, it's a necessary. It's because if I want to be telling you stuff, which I do when I'm drunk, <laughs> yeah. and we're, yeah, we're at yeah. a music festival or we're in a club, then it's like, come here. Yeah. And then you can really, uh, then I can really shout into your ear for half an hour. <laughs> Tom, Tom talks out his armpits when he's drunk. <laughs> you know, like that's that's where it comes from. He shouts from. my earlobes off. Because I've, I've been around people who get like rubby drunk. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. that's... For me, that that always needs a bit of an intervention. I mean, it, it's like handsy <laughs> drunk is different. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's. Yes, what I think it yes. feels like we're in handsy yeah, drunk yeah. territory. So what? Yeah. Rather, so rubby is hands is the same as handsy. You would say. <laughs> rubby is the same as handsy. Yeah. Okay. Have you met Rubby and Hansy? Oh, great! <laughs> They're great fun on a night yeah. out. But it does always. After get to three a point drinks, where. I'd leave if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> Rubby and Hansy. They're great local radio DJs, aren't they? <laughs> Rubby and Hansy in the afternoons. <laughs> um, so, so uh, well, the, the other question is, which we, we, Craig obviously is not here to answer, but is there anything between the two of you? You know, is is this a best friend situation where you're best friends, Brett but actually more. Brett might hold a little bit of a flame for you? And so when he's had a few drinks, he gets a bit emboldened and you know wants to wants to take it a bit further i mean i i, I don't know i don't know uh it's just a have you ever mm. tried rubbing his earlobes back see what happens yeah i like it mutual <laughs> some mutual lobing yeah <laughs> give it a mutual lobing i mean you yeah it's, this is giving me an absolute <laughs> mutual lobing is my favorite marvin gay song <laughs> So what are we, what, oh what are we, boy. what are we saying though? I mean, we've got, we've <laughs> got, to, we've we got, to, we've got to sort of give him some sort of advice here. That's very much the sort of format of the show. Yeah, I, I think if if uh, this is this is a long shot, but if Parry could be there every time, he could just rub Parry's belly, belly instead of. Oh, you think like have a, a, de- out, have a decoy? There. You know, you think this, you think this earlobe is soft? Check out this belly. Maybe some maybe you know fake how... ears. Maybe like you know, like those Halloween like yeah. he could put on some sort of elfish ears as like a a, a, a diversion. Yes. Oh. Or you can make make a mould of your ears like you know, those companies where you can make a mould of certain oh, yeah. body parts. Give the give him that. Or you can have it as like a pendant. Well, like, what about the and he can reach for it when he's What about the mouse that grew the ear on? You know, they grew an ear on a mouse's back. Do you remember? Why don't you just yeah. grow an ear on a part of your body you don't mind him touching? <laughs> Graft your ear onto a mouse. Just give it and as a pet. That's beef salt. Yeah. Good luck trying to catch it. What, what about what about flesh tunnels? Oh yeah. What about oh, what about he gets yeah. himself a couple of flesh tunnels? Get some stretches really in your ears. Be much there's not going to be much lobe for you to rub, is there? Oh yeah. Also, they stink, so that'll really uh, <laughs> that'll really put them off. <laughs> have you had Have you had nasty experiences with flesh tunnels, Clarky? I, I had a, I had a whole conversation about one the other uh, about them the other day, and and someone was like, "Yeah, they just they just really why smell. do they smell? Like, you have to wash them all the time, but they still really 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 yeah." 
awful. And and it reminded me of I remember one time we did a gig with where the compare got someone out of the audience. And he had flesh tunnels. He put his finger. Yeah, through. it was. It, and it was Chris it Ramsey. Made him. And his finger. It was Chris Ramsey. Ramsey. Was, was comparing. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. It was Ramsey. Was comparing. And he's. But also Ramsey is like extremely germaphobic. He's like got a real thing about like being unclean uh, and stuff. And for some reason, as a bit of comparing stuff, he, he sort of did it knowing it would be fun in the room. But afterwards, he looked like he had PTSD. He looked shell shocked. Yeah, from sticking his finger de- through someone's, yeah. someone's flesh really? tunnel. Yeah. And he, had, yeah, and he had trouble carrying on and he was like <laughs> retching. <laughs> Why do they stink? You'd think the absence of flesh would it just, it's just air. I think it's the flesh bit that stinks rather than the air around it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, just in the, in the plastic a, bit is, is stinky, I guess, is it? I think I think the thing is oh. with with uh, flesh tunnels, you have to have a fan on them. Yeah, at all times. yeah. very bad for the environment. You're thinking of wind. You're thinking of wind tunnels. Like there, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're testing the design of a new car in your yeah, ears. Yeah, you're mixing your tunnels. <laughs> yeah. You're mixing your tunnels. I'm afraid. So okay, so we've got oh, we, fake ear. That's one potential uh, one. Fake yeah, ear. I think craft your let's, let's not forget that he's like... actually he has asked him. He, the, the the nature of his beef is, can, can, how can I tell him to stop? That's the one. Rather than how can oh, I get him to rub other things? Stop. <laughs> is there a polite way of telling your friend I don't like to be touched? I mean, surely there has to be, right? Okay. How about this? How about if you pretend that someone else gets a bit too touchy? And you and you confide with him about that, and be like, "Oh, I just don't like it." I've got a friend at work or whatever. He's too nostrils. touchy, and I, I, I really like him, but it just it just makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm not a touchy feely person at all. It would just it would be so obvious. Give him enough of an Hang indication. On. Your advice is to describe the exact problem back it's to this so guy. Would <laughs> say it's a friend at work. <laughs> Clarky, this is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's not strong. And he, t- yeah. and he touches my earlobes, yeah, yeah. and he's called Brett. And uh, uh, I really like the guy. Darling, there's this <laughs> new woman at work and she at night she goes around and she unplugs my built-on. <laughs> honestly, oh, it's so frustrating. Anyway, I love you, darling. Good night. Um. All of the beefs solved. <laughs> <laughs> We've done one fell sweep. Um, maybe you should tell him that he's like, you've read an article about... Uh, how a friend at work? Yeah, <laughs> I've read an article about this, this COVID nineteen. This COVID nineteen <laughs> spread through earlobe touching, <laughs> or or you know, do you know, like, have you heard like the alt right, like all the Trumpists in America now, they like touch each other's earlobes to show that they're white supremacists. <laughs> and, uh, and, but surely you know, you're, just, it's like, you're just moving them around the body though, aren't you? Then you're just, he'll go, all right, I'll stop touching your earlobes. I'll start tweaking your nipples. It's like, you know, there has to be a, 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 an easier way to say. How about you buy your mittens? <laughs> buy your mittens. Cut his hands off. Well, cut his hands off. <laughs> two solutions from the same place, but very different outcomes. <laughs> um. No, the same outcome. No more rubbing. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, no more hands in one case, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. slightly different. But uh, okay, well, we've given you plenty of options. Grow, grow an ear on none of them. Grow an ear on your on, on a mouse's back. Wear fake ears. Drop your hands off or buy mittens. I don't know if any of them are any good, but uh, there's four of them. So pick your favourite one and beef solved. Good luck. From the sorting out your beef solved. So this next one is from Joe, and it is. Sandy window pane. 
beef from Joe. Uh, and he's, he's spelt pain, P-A-I-N. So uh, you can imagine what's going on here. Uh, Dear Beef Brothers, I have a window-based beef with my wife at the moment. We live in a fourth-floor flat, and the recent sandstorm left our windows covered in muck. Now the weather is looking brighter, I gaze out to see the beautiful spring days, but are met with weeks-old dust, and my heart sinks. Did anyone else get uh, caught in the uh, in the Saharan dust storm? Yeah, man. Yeah, very orange couple of days. Yeah, it was mad, wasn't it? Just a yeah. really bizarre orange sky. Yeah, it was like we were in Blade Runner. And then the car was just covered in sand. It was just a really odd, really yeah, odd thing. Yeah, that's it. Don't think it hit the southwest. Did it not make it as, 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 far, as far as you guys? No, which I'm afraid to break it to you guys, but it 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 was Woolacombe sand. It was it was us. It was we we didn't want to cause a regional thing, so we just told you all it was Sahara, and you all got very excited. We got about very it excited. It Aww, seemed like I'm too to far. Wash my car now. I was like, yeah. so you can't have come all the way from the Sahara. No, exactly. It was us. It was us. So uh, it was like it was it was Exmouth Beach and Woolacombe, and but we we just thought we we just keep it quiet when that happens. Just, Your Bill Tong it, fan just... just accidentally got blown off course and into the sand pit. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Sahara. I mean, like, it is exciting to have Sahara and sand on your car, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, really that's exciting. It. Now, it, it, but our uh, our friend Joe continues. I suggested to my wife that as I don't know when the window cleaner is coming back, <laughs> what <laughs> I could try to clean them myself. What's happened to this window cleaner, Joe? What did you do to him last time? That means he's never coming back. <laughs> He's on an exib- expedition in Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for windows. Took him. <laughs> yeah, various body parts have blown back over the house. <laughs> I could try to clean them myself. Right, as I don't know when the window cleaner's coming back, I try to clean them myself. Haven't really worked this out, but it almost certainly involves hanging out of a window, waving our mop at the windows and not looking down. My wife seems to think this might be dangerous in some way, that we should just wait until we're back from holiday in a week's time and hope they've been cleaned. I think this is a much too passive a strategy. Please, pappies, help love Joe. <laughs> right. Joe, don't try and clean your I windows with a mop. We mate, co- like, I don't think in good conscience we can say, go for it. It's a fourth floor yeah. flat. Lean out your window with a mop and see I, what you can do. I don't do. know. Do, I mean, like, do you remember that beef we had in, uh, guys, uh, pappies, can you help me? I've got, I've got terrible TV reception. I, I've kind of helped, I'm, I'm kind of working with my puppet. Uh, oh my have you God. got any advice? <laughs> I mean, that, that didn't go badly, did it? <laughs> we never heard back from him, but no, I'm sure it was fine. Yeah. Um, after he fell out the yeah, window. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, um, I like this guy's, I like this guy's cut and thrust though. Yes. Right? I like his attitude. Yeah. It's like far too passive stuff. I don't want him to lose that. And I, I and so my compromise is, because I think what this guy's got is like a can-do attitude yeah. and a, a real spirit, blitz spirit. And I think like we want to keep that. But I don't think we want to advise him to <laughs> lean out his window and four floors up. So my, my advice is go and ask your neighbours if you can borrow their... Uh, washing line uh, props, you know, like the your, your bits of wood, and lash three or four of them together. Yes, and then lash the mop on top, and then do some really fun long distance window cleaning from the ground. From the ground, rather than 
going up high yourself. Yeah. You'll still have the fun, the can-do spirit. You'll have given it a good go. People will stop and watch you. Definitely. Yeah. So make yourself you're like not, a, a, you're a not telescopic not risk of falling hop. from a great height. I mean, it, I it think gone. you should graft a mop onto the back of a mouse and send yeah, it. I, mean, it I was going to. Yeah. Another good, another good suggestion. I've, well, I've got. An, I've got another good idea for you. Drones. <laughs> it's the twenty-first century. Yes. Get a dust tire duster to a drone with some kind of mechanism. Borrow a drone. Everyone's everyone's got a mate with a drone, right? I have. I have. There you go. Barry has. There you go. Crosby has. No, don't mean to brag. Clarky? No, I don't actually. But you haven't got a mate with a drone? Not that I know of. Stuart Laws has got a drone. Does he? Oh, yeah, of course. Say, yeah, Laws Stuart got Laws has got a goddamn He's drone. Of course he has. I haven't got a mate with a drone. Yeah, that's right, Laws. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Laying down the laws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, beef. yeah. Um, Wait, we've got a new beef coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Drone beef. It's from Stuart Laws. Uh, so, um, so yeah, get get a drone with some kind of mop thing and have have a lot of fun. That's genius. I do like, yeah, I love that. I do like drone yeah. mop. But only do it, do all of these, like, basically, whatever tactic you're going to go for, your feet have to be on the ground outside. Yeah. Oh, here's a, I've got a final one for you. Water bombs. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Get a shitload of water bombs, stand outside and have an hour of fun trying to, uh, hit, trying to hit your window. Hey, you know, uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking you get your neighbours, right? And you say, we're having a post-Saharan sandstorm fun day, right? So all the kind of, you know, like like the kind of um, like splat the rat and all that kind of stuff and the duck install and all that, that sort of thing. You could get yeah. like catapults, fill them with soapy sponges, fire them at the at the building yes. right try and hit the idea is you've got to try and hit your own window and then yeah. you super soaker them off it's yeah it's and like then, a really fun day and then to so dry lovely. it afterwards water balloon filled with talcum powder <laughs> water I, balloon filled with air Saharan yeah, it's talcum good. powder it's good <laughs> uh, if only there was a name for those <laughs> one of the best drinks i ever went for in my time in London, I was in a beer garden in Clapham, in quite a residential area. And suddenly someone just went, and then someone else on the other side of the beer garden went, and there were kids on the top of the flats looking out over the beer garden with water bombs. And they were just water ballooning at random, the beer garden. (laughs) And it brought such a frisson of excitement and fun (laughs) to the whole proceedings. And People you were trying to carry on your, everyone was trying to carry on their conversations and kind of trying to carry on having a chat, but every so often it's like someone got got It's like live battleships. That's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the blitz, isn't it? It, yeah. it, it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> that's yeah. great. It was at that it was at that pub we used to gig at around the corner from Clapham North. Oh and, yes, you know, I had like a wall. I was like a wall beer yeah, garden. Yeah, oh, yeah. The Landor. The Landor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landor. It was in the Landor beer garden. Block of flats that's, opposite. Off they go. That's class. Amazing. That's Beef solved. Yeah, amazing scenes. <laughs> Keep your feet firmly on the ground. Great advice for life. Keep your feet firmly on the ground, but, but be looking ideas. up at the fourth floor. Yes. <laughs> Beef solved. From the sorting out your Beef solved. Jack, do you have yeah. a? a beef with your current living arrangement that you want to uh, you want us to to solve in some way um i guess well 
He's he, uh, he's not really my housemate, but he's my cat. Okay, we can do cats. And, yeah, and uh, he's um, he's he's old. He's got he's got cat AIDS. Oh no! And he's got diabetes. Oh no! And um, basically, he caught he, we we got when we got him, he was really overweight. And we sort of tried to get him to lose a bit of weight because they were like, if he doesn't lose weight, he's going to get diabetes. But then he got diabetes anyway. And so now it's like, you've got to put him on a diet so that he uh, loses weight and he doesn't die of diabetes. But he hates the diet. And basically he's like the most cantankerous prick ever. (laughs) And he'll just follow you around the house like yelling at you. He sits outside our bedroom door in the morning yelling at us. And it's like a weird sort of... uh, it's a weird choice because obviously your responsibility as a cat owner, I think, is to keep your cat happy and healthy. But it feels like the two are actually mutually exclusive. And yeah. uh, I don't quite know what to do. Uh, to Yeah, I, he's not happy, but he, he's a bit healthier. How many calories in Biltong? <laughs> <laughs> well, if he'd had some Biltong to chill on, that'd be ideal, really, because it would keep him occupied. Beef salt. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Put some biltong in a water balloon. <laughs> Lob it at your cats. <laughs> so what oh, do you can you tricky. put him on a can you put him on an exercise regime? No, he won't do that. He doesn't he doesn't move off our sofa. He sits on the sofa. He's very old. He's like thirteen. Oh, he's an, is, old that is an old cat, yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't want to do anything. All he wants to do is eat. But if he does, it will kill him. So do I let him die, or do I do I starve him and and keep his miserable life going a little bit longer? <laughs> this it's is a tricky. tricky. It's, yeah. What is the what is what's the comparative age? What what is what is thirteen? He's like in his in he's like years. sixty, I think. He's like a bloke in his sixties. Okay, he's so not not, not that you know. He's not that not old. That old. No, so not it's not no. like oh, oh, just, oh sorry. Oh, I was thinking, oh, that's his time then. Barry's <laughs> <laughs> hoping for another, good life. A, a good, another 19 years, and he's going to clock off. Good night. <laughs> you want to do 60 strong years rather than 80 piss weak years. That's what I always think. Yeah. Like, if you get to 80, you haven't had a good enough time, have you? That's what I was thinking. No, maybe. Well, you, should, you should have burnt out by I then. Think you yeah, might exactly. Think oh, my God. Pathetic. I see an eight-year-old and I think, pathetic. <laughs> That's the point. Oh, yeah, tricky. He's got an STD, so I guess he's had a pretty good life. He must have been having it. He's like Magic Johnson. He's had, he's had sex at least once. Yeah. Yeah, he, he got it in an orgy, I think. <laughs> right. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, they say... Yeah. Is that the answer then? Do you get him like a? Do you, do you get him like a, a life? You know, like what, what do you call them? Like a a, a a doll, a living doll, but of a cat. What for him to fuck? Because yeah. it's exercise, <laughs> and it's something. Oh. Yeah, you know. And you actually, so you get you get a little uh, a little sort of rubber fuckable cat. I should have said he's, he is castrated as well. Oh, so <laughs> you, get him a, you get him a strap on. <laughs> you, get, you get him the, the full, you know, but like... Jack, we should say Crosby gives this advice at least once. <laughs> he, he's desperate for this to happen. I'm so... I've just got so yeah, many of them dried out in my basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've had the fat on them for absolutely months. They're tiny. They're shriveled up. Dildong. Uh. <laughs> It puts the strap on on its skin. 
Um, I'm sorry, grim, I feel actually. Like, I feel like this is quite a sad one. Technically, I, I didn't mean it cat- to be this sad. Yeah, is it like send your cat to Dignitas kind of thing? I don't know. Cause he's, <laughs> no. I think he would be happy if no he just would, if he could eat. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're basically what you're trying to say to us is well, you want us to say let him eat himself to death. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, in which case, it, listen. If that's what you want, then <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know if that is what I want. I think Let that's what this cat wants. I think listen, it's better I'm not. To, better to I'm not Kurt Zuma. No, you don't kick him. Just no. give him a really big steak or something. Yeah. Just and let then, him go. And then chuck him in the canal. <laughs> no, 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 we can't. Honestly, because people do genuinely get very upset even when you joke about these non-existent cats being hurt. Um, but. Uh, I, he exists and he's not being hurt. No, no, I'll, exactly. I'll you, 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 you take yeah. very good care of him. That's why you're so worried about his predicament. What's the cat's name, by the way? He's called Gandalf. Gandalf. Oh, of course. Yeah. Wise old Gandalf. What if you build? What yeah. if you build a kind of gentle cat gym? And yes. kind of so so he, yeah. you know in the house. So he's kind of gets a new lease of life. He gets new interesting things. There's like a little bit of a treadmill. There's like a little bit of an assault course. But it's like, it's a bit like when, you know, it's like a walking football type yeah. situation. Nothing too extreme. Yeah. Like a Pilates class maybe or something. Yeah. And that way then he might get a new lease of life and find himself going. Put his, oh, yeah. And then actually it might be. There might be Build some, up put his food at the Build. end of a travelator. Yeah. And yeah. Then, That's good. That's not a bad idea. And then also sell it as a TV show. I'd watch cats <laughs> do an assault course. Cat, cat gladiators. Yeah. That's that's absolutely what you should do. You've got to make him work for the food. I've got to monetize him. Well, you don't have to monetize. Yeah, yeah. You, if you also want to monetize it as well, that's great. But you've got to, that's exactly the solution. Matthew with his cat fuck dolls will tell you he's got to monetize. <laughs> got to try and make a pretty penny. But yeah, you you, you make him you make him work for the food build a sort of like you know Rube Goldberg device in your house like a Wallace and Gromit type thing that he has to do a number of different things in order to get the food you know off the top of a high ladder it's a great yeah. it's a great idea okay I love it I love it I'll try it I've been saying for ages that he doesn't pay his way in the house so it'd be good to see him do some sort of work it's entertainment for you as well yeah you know, I'd love to watch Cat yeah maybe I'll get another one I'll get like a rival <laughs> Well, that's the other thing as well. So you, they can compete. You could, you could get another slightly more aggressive cat and make them fight for the food. But I think, yeah. <laughs> this sounds gentler. Yeah. Maybe an assault course is the best way to start things off, yeah. That's what all sport is really, isn't it? It's just like organised fighting. So like we don't have to fight cats. each other. We'll play yes. football instead. Yeah. Well, beef solved. Beef solved. Beef solved. Thanks, guys. Jack, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I hope it, I hope it was all all right. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. It's so nice to see you, buddy. I know. I haven't seen you for ages. Where can people see you? Are you are you gigging at the moment? Are you touring? I are am you... gigging. I'm getting a show ready to take it to the Edinburgh Fringe. Ooh, fantastic. Back Yay. to Edinburgh. Yeah. So I'm previewing in London at the moment, and I'll be at the Brighton Fringe to get ready for that. So if you check out my website, jackbarry.co.uk, you can find tickets. Or What's follow me called, on Jack? Instagram. The show is called Don't Happy, Be Worry. Great. <laughs> it's um, good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> genuinely to come It's all about anxiety <laughs> and um, that sort of thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Instagram at I am Jack Barry. I'll post about it all there. And yeah, please, yeah, please come and see me. 
Lovely. Yeah, do follow Jack. He's uh, he's a fantastic comic. If you've not seen him work, he's uh, he's fantastic. He's really great. He from the sorting There we go. Bish bash bosh. Another classic. Another classic. Another classic. Deep Brothers Tom. Cold Cuts. Yeah, it was good. It was and really good. speaking of classics, um, yes, we've had a classic email in from uh, a guy called Ben. And I think I'm going to let you read it if you don't mind a cold Brilliant. a cold read because oh, I love a cold read. Honestly, nothing has sparked the interest of the listenership more than Drops of Jupiter. Your reference to Drops <laughs> of Jupiter. <laughs> Another Brilliant. message, and it's not the like we got we got in one uh, 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 from a guy who says, "Please keep me anonymous," but I've just listened to Dro- Drops of Jupiter, and it's a bop. So yeah, people, are, you know, you you're go. introducing Drops there of Jupiter to a new generation. I presume. Uh, I that, do that love that from a new generation because he's used the phrase not a prepared, <laughs> yeah. Someone's not prepared to put their name to it. Though. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, how I discovered drops of Jupiter from Ben via Pappy's Flat Show at gmail.com. Hi Tom, Matthew, Emma, and Ben. In the early two thousands, I was a teenager who had recently been allowed a PC in my bedroom that had broadband internet access. Oof. As a newcomer to the internet, it didn't take me long to discover what it could offer: forums and porn videos. One day, after waiting hours for a video to slowly download, I loaded it up and was ready to get to work (laughs) halfway through. (laughs) I had to stop as I couldn't concentrate on what the nice woman was doing. What is that song in the background? (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the best songs I'd ever heard, and I knew I just had to share this song with my friends. Skip forward 24 hours and sat in my friend's bedroom. I'm showing him the video. I don't remember the exact conversation, but I'm sure it went something like this. Isn't this song incredible? Uh, I guess. I wish I knew what it was. You could try to look up the lyrics to find out. How on earth would I do that? I'm not a hacker. You do know the internet isn't just forums and porn. I don't think my internet has anything else. My mom just pays for the basic package. <laughs> anyway, basic package is forums and porn. It's like that anyway, song, isn't it? The internet's forum porn. <laughs> he looked up the song for me, and after that, I knew what I had to do: go home, download as much porn as possible, and try to find the next big hit. It's a thankless task, but one I still do to this day. What a hero. Has anyone else discovered a song through porn? (laughs) Cheers, everyone. Bye, Ben. P.S. Wow, I've just discovered Dark Red by Steve Lacey. The weekend is off to a good start. Thank you, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Wowee. Well... Drops of Jupiter and drops of something else yeah. from Ben. Yeah. Um, ooh la la. Well, listen, please, you don't have to take the X-rated option to enjoy the wonderful sounds of Drops of Jupiter by Train. <laughs> please enjoy Drops of Jupiter by Train responsibly. Um, you know, there are other ways to enjoy it rather than from adult websites. Yeah, I'd go on YouTube or Spotify or, or Tidal or one of those kind of places. Yeah, that would be my first. I, yeah, fine. <laughs> sure, before you, know. you go yep. to Pornhub, yeah, I think maybe go to YouTube first. <laughs> um, 
uh, if you if you've got an, a message you'd like to send us, especially if you have a beef that you would like us to solve, beef <laughs> I brothers. You were going to say sorry, Gary. Especially if you've just listened to drops of Jupiter by train. Well, no, <laughs> yes, I please. can't. I can't Keep stress enough. We may have to pull up the drawbridge on the drops of Jupiter messages because they <laughs> no, are still no, coming no, in. No, no Yes, keep them coming. We've got, to fill, all, we've got to fill the mo- moat with all those drops. <laughs> uh, so, if you've got a message, a, a beef you'd like us to solve, we need more beefs. We always do. Uh, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Pappy'sflatshare at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with anything else at all, including information yeah go on about drops of jupiter or if you've ever discovered a song a song through a a, a, a bit of grumble why not get in touch oh, with yeah, us about that by the way i listened to dark red by steve lacy it's a bop it's, it's really bop. good <laughs> matthew does it slap i think it's fire i think it's lit. Oh, wow okay it absolutely slaps um anyway right uh, I'm off to uh, check the portrait in my attic. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week with, uh, I think, a, a flat chest lamb down. But until then, see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Cheers, guys. I'm going to run off if that's cool. Today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. <laughs> Corsham <laughs> team. team. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love that. Clark here. All right, I'm off, everybody. <laughs> Clark is doing his own personal sign-off these days. <laughs> Bong. Please be upstanding for today's Patreon Neighbourhood Watch roll call. Bong. <laughs> um, it's the two o'clock news. Bong. Terrible news. It's Armageddon. I didn't start it. It was Lee Wolfenden. <laughs> Bong. Uh, uh, terrible news. Uh, oh, oh God! I've lost it. I've lost it. Early doors, Parry. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 terrible news. Uh, someone's been hit in the eye. I'm afraid to say. Really? Yeah. After all of that, I'll tell you what it was. It's that I, I feel like I was I was going to do a rhyme from the last one, but I thought we can't just do on a one from the the last one that's the exact same one. But uh, it's going to have to be someone's been hit in the eye. Terrible news. Someone's been hit in the eye. And the, bad, oh, no. and the bad news is, it's Justin Chisnell. Bong. <laughs> the bad news gets even worse. The bad, the bad news, bad yeah. The bad news gets even worse because, let me tell you something, he really did get hit in the eye, son. And uh, we've found out who did it. He was hit in the eye by Dean Bryson. Yes. Well, you Terrible know, news. do you know what? Also, well, the, the sad news is Dean Bryson, Bong, was hit in the eye as well, and he was hit in the eye by me and my dear friend what? Naomi. Well, it turns out that Armageddon involves a lot of people being hit in the eye. <laughs> it's uh, it's bad. Uh, better wear shades, guys. <laughs> the future's so dark, you better wear shades. Well, let me tell you something. It's certainly looking like it's time for the weather with Daryl Webster. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. Bong. Bong. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is me, Daryl Webster, with the weather as I see it. It's going to be dry on land, wet on sea. Now, with more news, here's David Ogilvy. Well, hello, I'm David Ogilvy, and I'm here to tell you that with news, I am a brimming. Uh, but I'm not going to tell you the important story of the day. <laughs> I'm going to leave that 
to Laura Simmons. <laughs> well, uh, hi, it's me, Laura Simmons, your roving reporter out on the field. And let me tell you, I can't report any more news because sadly, I've been infected with rabies. So I'll hand over to my co-anchor, Tom Davies. Well, bong breaking bong. news that the first sign that you've got rabies is that you get hit in the eye. Oh, God. It's all very vulgar. Uh, oh, there goes mine. I'm going to have to hand over to Sarah Volga. Oh. Sarah Volga. <laughs> Sarah Volga. Sarah Volga uh, reporting uh, in, in place of Tom Davis, who is covering for uh, Laura Simmons, of course. Well, <laughs> Sarah Volga here. And let me just tell you now that uh, I have been hit not only in the eye, <laughs> not only in the knee, but I've also been hit. <laughs> oh, no, not on. the knee. Yeah, also the eye. The, I've also been hit in the eye, the knee, and the giblets. And unfortunately, oh, that means I'm going to have to hand over to Connor Griffiths. Connor Griffiths <laughs> here, and let me tell you, you're in safe hands because... Several times I've won the award for best newsreader. That's right. I'm achieving. <laughs> I've done a lot better than uh, the person who has sadly... Go on. <laughs> no! I, we, can't have, we can't have any of our patrons passing away in a, in a roll call, Parry. We can't. We need them. We, need we them can't. <laughs> but let me finish the story. Oh, go on. They came back from the dead! <laughs> It's AJ Beaven, still with us. A modern day Lazarus. <laughs> Dig yourself back in that hole, AJ Beaven. Dig yourself back well, in that hole. Well, well. And that well, nearly, that... wait, hang on a sec. That nearly concludes, because I skipped one earlier on. Oh, that nearly well, yes. concludes the Patreon neighborhood watch roll, watch roll call, as far as the eye can see, were it not for the final name, which is, of course, Marianne Levy. That concludes today's Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Bong. 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 Really bad stuff from both of us there. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 